All right, welcome, welcome. This is Adam Morgan. This is Davey Green. And as always, we're here on a good old-fashioned podcast. All right. What are we drinking? We are drinking. This is special. This was another gift from a friend. This is a Bellmead Reserve. Are we, are we talking about which friend? No. Okay. Because I can't remember. Okay. Okay. Mm. That's good. It's traditional old-fashioned. Got a little bite to it. It does. Just yeah. a little bit of nip. I like it. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. Well, what are we doing today? What are we doing? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Uh, there was, it, it's funny, right after you and I were talking about the cycling episode and, and all that last week or mm-hmm. two weeks ago, uh, sure enough, I was pulling out of a baseball game with Reed and behind a whole bunch of cyclists in the middle of the road. And I mean, they just sat there going down. I meant to tell you, it was, I swear you conjured it yeah, up in the universe, no, like right after we it, were talking they're about everywhere. it. They are everywhere. Yeah. It must be the time of year. And sure enough, they all look like Lance Armstrong. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, except sixty pounds overweight. They all look like me, stuffed in a Lance Armstrong. Yeah, that was most it. of them. Anyway, anyway, what are we talking about this week? I don't know. I'm kind of pissed off about my. I like watching the the Gold Dress show on. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it was off this week because of Shark Week. You don't love Shark Week. No interest whatsoever in Shark Week. <sighs> Not a big fan of sharks, dude. I love sharks. <laughs> Well, Why I, would you say you love sharks? Because I grew up. Do you, you go shark petting? What, what are we? I mean, I mean is it, I grew it's up, not like they're cute and fluffy. They're no. All right, fair. I'm fascinated by sharks. How about is that a better way to put it? I, I guess. So I'm I, scared of sharks. Okay. Well, but I grew up scuba diving with my my stepdad, right? So since I've been 14 years old, I grew up scuba diving in Florida, and we saw them all the time growing up. Whether it was in the Florida Panhandle where we used to dive every weekend, or in the Caribbean, just. I've always been fascinated. Frankly, going back to Jaws, like I think like everybody else, right, that saw Jaws, Jaws in the mid-70s, late 70s, it, it was an, it scared an entire generation and fascinated an entire generation of people about sharks, right? It scared me. Well, yeah, Jaws scared everybody, right? I mean, there are literally people afraid to go in the ocean because of that movie. I mean, I'm I'm good like up to the nipples, and that's that's <laughs> that's, that's about the You know, that's one of, of the most – where most shark attacks occurs somewhere below the nipples. Well, like – Really? That depth of water. Technically, waist deep or low is where most shark attacks occur. Well, that's where most swimmers are, right? I mean, most people are not out in 100 feet of water. So most shark attacks occur in the surf. Well, that, that's a little bit of a misleading statistic then. Yeah, sure it is. Right. But, but I mean, more people die from goat attacks every year than shark attacks. True story. Far more die from bee stings than shark attacks every year. I've never heard of. I've never heard a news story about a goat attack. I agree with you, and yet goats kill that, more people. I than, take that back. I'm from Western North Carolina. I heard stories about goat attacks, <laughs> but it wasn't exactly what you're talking about. I think, but yeah. So, so yes, I mean it's amazing when you run down the list. If I'm not mistaken, more people die from cows. From like you can run down the list. How do you of die animals. from a cow, like cow tipping and or what stampeding? I don't know, but they. If you look at the stats, sharks are way down in terms of animal attacks that kill people. I swear this is true. I'm going to look it up just to yeah, because. But, okay, but 
Yeah, I mean, but and every week, every year on Shark Week, they show that they show that like more people. They like to play up. Like if you watch Shark I've Week, I've never watched Shark Week. I've never watched. I have no interest whatsoever in. I, I just don't have any interest in in sharks. And I guess technically, I'm scared to death of them. And we're going to get a dozen emails about, oh, sharks are the best pets and this and that. I've got sharks in my aquarium, whatever. You know, we, I mean, I just I just don't understand. I've got a million shark stories. haven't seen them through the – so there's a famous saying among scuba divers that if you're lucky enough to see a shark, it's usually at a distance and swimming away from you. And it, I'll say this, having done hundreds of dives through the, the guys years, who live to tell it. The guys who live to tell that story, but it's that's true. the story they tell. No, dude, look, I've seen hundreds of sharks through the years diving, hundreds. And I'm telling you, every time I see them, they're normally scattering away. They, most of them do not like pee. Most of them. Now, I, I did do a Great White Expedition in Southern Australia. That's a different story. What? Different ball game. Yeah. Like, so, like a Great White like could like eat you in one bite, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. That big, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was actually about 20 years ago. Went to literally flew to Adelaide, Australia. So flew out of Charlotte through LA to Sydney to Adelaide. Literally 26 hours of flying. Flew to Adelaide, Australia, and then uh, went with Rodney Fox. So speaking of Jaws, Rodney Fox was the Australian who filmed the actual shark sequences in Jaws. He was the shark expert. Hold that thought. This sounds like there are like. This sounds like an organized tour to go dive with great white sharks. It is, although I would change tour with expedition because it was tagging and cataloging. Because that makes it more expensive. Yeah, more expensive and okay. less fun. Less. Like less what's the marketing? For, what's the marketing tagging. for this? You might get eight. No, no. There's yeah. There's no marketing. No, what, I tracked me? them down. I tracked them down and, and had to lot. So mo- almost everybody okay, on the so trip me was a professional photographer. This, I was literally the only person there who was just dumb enough there to go for recreation. Everybody okay, else was so, a professional photographer. Not to talk over you. Please. You're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You get, you found out about a shark expedition, not a tour, but an expedition. I knew who Rodney was and I'd been emailing with okay, him. So who's Rodney? So one of the, he, a real quick story on Rod, Rodney is literally. Start from the beginning. Just start from the beginning right. and tell everybody. So, so Rodney is literally one of the most famous, to this day, famous shark attack victims every, any, ever. He was attacked, I think it was in 1963, by about a 12 to 13 foot great white. He was an abalone fisherman. He was literally in a contest and a competition off of Adelaide, got attacked by this massive white. Bit what him ca- right through the what kind of competition? Abalone fishing. So, but wait, hold on. Bear with me because there's a lot to cover here. So he got attacked in the middle of the competition and it was a 12 to 13 foot white, bit him through the midsection. He, He's in the water? Oh yeah. He was underwater. He was, he was literally eyeing an app. He was literally underwater and was targeting. Shooting bait fish. Shooting. Yeah. And, and never mind. A great never white mind. hit him from the side. Long story short, I'll spare that because Rodney's attack is well documented, but he became one of the most famous survivors. You can, any shark book you buy almost certainly has a picture, famous picture of Rodney holding up his arm like this, bitten through the midsection. He had over 460 stitches in his body to get him back together. He's one of the most famous. It's considered one of the most severe white attacks that somebody survived. And I mean, literally through his torso, over 460 stitches, one inch over, it would have killed him, just missed his spleen and liver. Um, 
but he survived, became a famous great white researcher and advocate. And, and because of his fame working with Jaws and working with the Jaws crew on filming the shark sequences, I knew who he was and I kind of tracked him down online because this is long before, like it was just easy to find everybody on social media. So I, I tracked him down on the internet and his son, Andrew, and, uh, and I pinged him and they were, they had, so Australia is in the Southern hemisphere. Their winter is our summer. So I went in August, which is the peak of their winter. Um, flew down and went on an expedition and peak winter is when the sea lion hunting is the best for the sharks. So literally like first week of August went sea lion populations were at their, their most dense. And we literally, we sailed out of Adelaide around the York peninsula into the Neptune islands in Southern Australia, which is the great white hunting grounds and breeding grounds down there. Um, and we literally parked between uh, these islands with sea, uh, New Zealand and Australian sea lions everywhere, hundreds of thousands of them these sea lions everywhere and the great whites it's dense. Like there, at one point there was five great whites circling our boat at once. Like it's no joke. It's dense, dense, great white populations there. I'm I, speechless. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like you, you're looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. I don't know what to say. I have no idea what to say. It was an like, amazing trip. So I what mean, do you do? You just jump in? No. So it's all cage diving, of course, because you can't swim in what well, you there are people who swim in open water with great whites. I would not advocate it, but we did all. Yeah, things. because that because that would be crossing a line. <laughs> exactly. That would be that would you know, that would be the step too far. You know, sea lions getting murdered, you know, but but free diving is where you yeah. draw the line. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. So we know we park between the islands, we start chumming, which by the way is the most repugnant smell ever huge barrels of like fish guts and fish oil and all that stuff just pouring into the water constantly but so we just start chumming the water and of course like we parked it was it was a nine-day expedition so we're out there in the middle of the indo-pacific ocean or down there um and park between these islands which have no people on them they're just islands of like sea lions and snakes and stuff um and and we just park between the islands in these channels where these great whites are swimming and we would go into the cages um, what's cool about Rodney's boat. So Rodney, their boat is this 140 foot boat. Um, so it's a big boat, but it was the only one in the world at the time that had a crane on it. So we could not only do cage dives at the surface, we could go down to like 40, 50 feet. And sometimes we'd go down to a hundred feet. So literally sitting on the bottom of these channels in the dark, in the murk, and you'd see these great whites swim along, um, just cruising along. And it'd be anywhere from the smallest. Your eyes are lighting up like you're, oh, like, so you're awesome. so, like you're excited. I would be. It was, it was so awesome. The smallest great white we saw was eight foot. It was a little baby. And then the biggest great white. Yeah. The baby. A baby. Foot. Yeah. yeah. Most okay. of them were like 12 to 15 feet. I'd say almost all of them were like 12 to 15 feet, somewhere between 1000 and, and 2,500 pounds. Um, but there was one massive, I've got some great pictures of her named Kong because the females are bigger. There was an 18 footer named Kong, 18 feet. She was about 3,500 to 4,000 pounds. And she's famous because she's killed four people. And she's still protected. Those people were swimming in internet. We're swimming in, in shark protected waters. So if, if, if there's a known man, eater shark in protected water, shark protected waters. Yeah. Not people protected. Shark. If, if a shark swims up on a beach and attacks people, they'll hunt the shark down and kill it in Australia. But if people go out into shark protected waters where it's their territory and get eaten, then you're on your own. So at least that's how the rules were 20 years ago. I don't know about now, but this is crazy. So I've got a ton of amazing pictures from this trip. I mean, it was the water is cold. It's all if any scuba divers out there, it's all dry suit diving. The water was literally forty six degrees, so way too cold to scuba dive. 
So you're in a full dry suit. It's Australian winter and, and we're in Southern Australia. So it is literally 46 degree water. So you're in a full dry suit hood. The only part of my skin that was even exposed was the part of my face that wasn't covered by my mask and regulator. That's it. Cause it is cold. And what do you do? You just get pictures. Yeah. I mean, you, so you're, you wait down in the cage cause you don't want to float up. Um, but uh, you literally put like 50 pounds of weight around your waist. Cause in a dry suit, you're kind of buoyant and, mm-hmm. and you want to pop up. So they weight you down. Um, I've got some amazing, I mean, I could, I could tell stories for hours. They're, um, the sharks were leaping out of the water. Like you see on shark week, like literally eight, 10 feet out of the water. We dangled these huge tunas over the side of the boat. And when the sharks would shoot up to get them, we would yank them and the sharks would literally launch out of the water, like eight to 10 feet in the air. I've got pictures of them. It's funny. They, when you watch shark week, they act like this only happens in South Africa. No, we have footage of this way back in Southern Australia, like sharks launching out of the water. What if, what if it ends up in the boat? The boat, the main boat we were in was too big for that, but that's actually a good question. So um, we did shore excursions where we'd go over to the islands where the sea lions were at. And, um, and the snakes. Yeah, and the snakes. Uh, okay. Eight of the eight of the ten deadliest snakes in the world. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, Sharks, snakes. Yeah. So the, but, Sounds like a hell of a good time, man. But, dude, it was amazing. Um, you get in to go over to the shore excursions, you get in the little dinghy, the little dinghy boat. So after so after we for days, we've been watching these great whites launch like eight and ten feet out of the water. We get in this little dinghy boat that's like two, three feet out of the water. And it's funny. I'll never forget. We get into the boat. The captain was this little white-haired, sixty-year-old New Zealand New Zealander, and I'm going to do a bad job on his accent. But I'll never forget. We get into the dinghy to do the shore excursion, and first time we're going over, I go, "Hey, where's the life jacket at?" And he goes, "Life jacket? Why? You fall out? You're never making it to shore." <laughs> like that was his response, and he was dead serious. He just kind of chuckled and shook it off. So your captain was from Boston. <clears throat> Is that? Did I do the back end down eh, bad? Yeah, eh, all right. Okay. I can't do this. No, I get it. Okay. But, but yeah. Good. And so, so you're just out in a, in a like a, a, a dinghy. A, a dinghy. Zipping over to the island. Yeah. Hoping to God, like, there's, and there's nowhere to sit. I mean, it is literally, I have pictures of the boat. It's, there's nowhere to sit. You're just kind of clinging onto the side. And you are two to three feet out of the water. What's, you've been fun, watching. About this? What's fun about this? Oh, it's just fascinating. It was like a safari. You know, it was a lot like yeah. a safari. That's exactly what it was, actually. You're looking at me like I'm no, crazy I, I, right this now. This is bananas. I know this is a podcast, but Davey's looking at me no, like I, I have just, three heads right now. This, uh, I mean, you think you know somebody. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you're very, uh, you're very calculating. You, you know, you, you, you don't make rash judgments. This seems like a very, this seems like something stupid to do. No, it's just oh to, my God, I wanted to do this my whole life. Wanted to do this my whole life. No, it was, dude, I, I got to touch one. I touched a, uh, a 14 foot. I think he was about 13. She was about 13, 14 foot. Um, so when you're in the cages, um, the deckhands will take these smaller fish on lines and they will chuck them out. And if a white starts chasing the fish, they'll pull it towards the cage. So you can get pictures with the great white coming right at the cage. Well, one of them, there was a female named Stormy. Um, I think she was about 13 feet and, and they got her. Cha- I was in one of the cages at one point by myself. And the deckhand threw a fish out and Stormy started chasing it. And he pulled it right towards my cage. Well, she literally collided with my cage. And I mean, head on, just smacked the cage. And when she did, I actually fell over backwards on my back because she was thrashing around and it was knocking the cage around a bit. Mm-hmm. So I fell back. And when I got up on my feet, 
she was still thrashing around next to the cage. I just ran my hand down the side of her from right about where the dorsal fin was back to where the anal fins are. I literally just got to run my hand down her while she was pressed up against the cage. It was awesome. I mean, she was just thrashing around right there. You are looking at me. No, this is because I've seen like the, you've seen the, like they have like the the alligator farms. Yeah. yeah. You got these little alligators and they let you pet. You can, you can go pet an alligator. Somebody loses an arm or something there every, all, every year. You hear a story about somebody at a alligator petting zoo and here you are in the middle of the Indo-Pacific. Yep. Ocean in some little ragtag cage. (laughs) And yeah, there was a dent in one of the cages from where the sharks. No, I, no, it. I know. Yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> and you're touching. Uh, yeah, thirteen foot female. She was awesome. Um, it, it was it was an amazing experience. It really was. I know you think I'm crazy, but it it was it was honestly it was like a safari. Did you have kids? No, this is before. Would you do? Would you? I mean, honestly, this is before my wife. This is five months before Brenna, and five months. Uh, excuse me, and long before kids. Okay. Would you? Would you? No, if you had kids, would you do that now? Yeah, I actually talked to Reed to see if he was interested in doing one with. So the new one of the new yeah. hotspots to go do this is Guadalupe Island, and I, I want to go in the next couple of years and do Guadalupe. Um, and I tried to talk Reed into it. He is not interested in that because he's probably got common sense. But yeah, I would love to do. I'd love to do Guadalupe Island. What do you think the safety regulations are on Guadalupe Island? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I have no what, idea. What you, I mean, that's like, by who, the way why I didn't do South Africa. No, I mean, but like who, who's 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 is there is there a an a department a governmental agency that's going out and checking and saying hey, hey you know these shark cages or what do you, what do you call them shark cages yeah these shark cages eh, they look fine right and what I mean so that's actually a better question than you you realize so when I first went and I no I, I know exactly how good a question that is there's <laughs> nobody there's nobody checking this stuff. Nobody. Well, you know there is. Well, and that's why I didn't. You've got some, what's his name? Rick Fox? Rodney no, Fox. Ra- Rodney Rick Fox. Rick Fox is the actor. Yeah, he basketball plays for the Lakers player. in yeah. Carolina. Yeah. So you got you got Rodney Fox telling you, hey, it's fine. Right? No, he, they didn't. Yeah. I mean, you signed your life yeah. away. They, you signed your life away. They're pretty clear. Like, hey, this is dangerous. We are not. You know, I sell life insurance, like uh, scuba diving and stuff. That's one of the things that is, you know where I stand on this. Yeah. Not quite hiking level disdain, but I'm. Yeah, but but that's like one of the that's like one of the questions is is do you is 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 about scuba diving? Well, yeah, but that they just generally do scuba diving. They probably don't say scuba diving with great white sharks. No, right? I don't think they have to. They shouldn't have to. This is this is like like don't eat the paint. This is like there there are you know what I mean? Yeah, but this there's I don't agree with it, but I know what you mean. mm. I. It's what's different than that. Tell me this. What's different than that and a safari? Like if you go and you're driving in one of those like armored Jeeps in, in Tanzania, looking at lions and tigers. Okay. What's There's tour guides with guns. Yeah. You probably, if it's a, uh, the hunting expeditions and stuff. So there are people there with guns that could protect you. Yeah, maybe to a certain, to a certain extent. Sure. Until help could arrive. You're in the middle of the ocean. There's not, there's not. Oh yeah, no. If you get there hurt, is you're nothing. Gone. There we is were, nothing that any of the people with you, we any of the photographer. Yeah. I mean, and if you start getting eaten, all those guys with cameras, all those photographers, they're going to start taking pictures of you getting eaten. Oh, That's all they can do. Okay. Now, and there's nothing that that Rick Fox, Rodney Fox, whoever the the captain from Boston for right. the dinghy, none of these guys can do. 
<laughs> there's there's nothing any of these guys can do if this shark decides he wants to eat you. No, so it's funny you say that. We actually had there was a close encounter where one of the. Do you want to hear this story? I don't know. All right, so why not? I'll do the. We quick, got a podcast. It's quick version of the story. There was one point. So we again, were, you know, I hate doing this. We got a podcast. We can take all the time we want. I know, Go I know, ahead. but I don't want to bore people. But so we're out in the cages at one point, and we're on you're going to tell us the story about somebody getting eaten. No, no, they didn't get eaten. They oh, almost okay. got eaten. Okay. Let me give you the punchline now. They did not get eaten. Okay. Well, you ruined the story for our listeners. Yeah, that's ahead. fine. That's okay. Go ahead. Um, so so we're on a surface dive, which means the cages were floating at the surface. So we're in like 8 to 12 feet of water. And and so the cages, because most of the people on the trip are professional photographers, they've got these huge rigs, these huge cameras that they're filming. Like one of the guys was a National Geographic photographer. Another guy was with like whatever TV channel. But so what they do is they open up the side of the cage actually opens up. There's a huge door on the side so they can open up and they can get their camera out the, out the side of it. So it's not blocked by all the wire of the, of the cage. Right. So they can get a clean shot. Well, as you'd expect, there's a safe safety protocol. If you're going to open up the side of the cage, it's big enough for a, a huge great white to get in. Like you literally open up the entire side of it. So when we open the door up, you're, you have special like there's special protocol. It's like, hey, if a shark starts coming into the opening of the cage, Shut it, of course, if you can quickly. But if you can't, th- so the one of the worst things that can happen is the shark gets into the cage, right? Because if it starts to get, and there's video out there on YouTube, by the way, this has happened to people. But if the shark starts, shark starts to stick its nose into the cage. If it starts swimming in, well, one, great whites can't swim backwards. Sharks can't swim backwards, so like they're not going to back out. So the worst thing you can do is let it get its nose in there and get stuck because then it's going to thrash around. And if it doesn't eat you, it's going to break every bone in your body thrashing around in that cage. So at one point, me and a woman from Queensland, Australia are in one cage and these two other guys, I won't say their names, are in another cage. They're all professional photographers. I'm just the Yahoo who likes adrenaline stuff. Well, in the other cage, we'll call this guy Fred. He opened up the side and he's filming what was a pretty big white. It was about 14, 15 feet um, swimming by with his huge camera and the white started turning into the cage and what he froze up, right? He got scared as you'd expect. This is a 3000 pound nah, fish. Really? Yeah. Really? 3000 pound fish. He starts backing up, which is what you don't do. You don't let the shark start to get into the cage, but he starts backing up and the white starts turning its nose into the cage. Well, me and the lady from Queensland, Australia see this happening. We literally see it happening in real time. We're, we're 30 feet away from them in the next cage and we're watching this and we're like, looking at each other going, what is he doing? And he's just backing up. And the white starts getting her nose into the cage. Like she starts, and after about a foot or two of her nose getting into the cage, the other guy who was in the cage with Fred kind of starts pushing him out of the way and starts trying to bat it on the nose with the camera. But the white's getting further and further in. She she probably got her nose about three feet into the cage, which is pretty darn far, right? You're starting to get to the base of the mouth then on a 14, 15 foot shark. The mouth is starting to get into the cage. Well, he's trying to bat it with the camera, this big kind of dome camera. And the white is literally kind of weaving back and forth, trying to get its nose around the camera to get to them. And and we're literally, her and I, the woman and I who's in the cage with me, we're literally looking at each other like, what do we do? There's nothing we can do, but we're going to sit here and watch these guys get eaten. Kid you not, we're just sitting there like eyes just wide as saucers, thinking we're going to watch these two guys get eaten by this massive shark or certainly tore up. But finally, while he's bat, finally, finally, he sits there batting it on the nose. This white kind of gives up. And she was just far enough in to where she could kind of turn and crank out. And she spun out of the cage and kind of swam away. And I tell you right now, that was by far the scariest experience that week was just watching that happen in real time and thinking, 
one of these guys is going to get killed and we're going to watch it. Cause to your point, we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's a day long boat excursion just to get back to Adelaide. So God forbid something happens. He's dead. Make for an uncomfortable ride back to the. To the yeah. It had been a long beer. boat ride back to Adelaide from there with that. But we, this is, this is crazy. I've got hundreds of great pictures of the trip. It was unbelievable. I went tubing in Florida one time in a, in a, in a, in a, in a lake where there were alligators. Of course, every lake oh, yeah. in Florida has yeah. alligators. I think that was probably. Yeah. As somebody who grew up partially in Florida, there's yeah, alligators yeah. everywhere. We used to have alligators in our yard. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't see the alligator until the end of the day, and I was like, "Oh, this is an alligator!" And they go, "Yeah, they're all over the place." Yeah, to which that freaked me out. Yeah, no, alligators don't mess with people. that. Was but we—that's a whole different episode. They don't until they do. Yeah, well, they right. don't until they do. Fair. Tell that to the. Tell that to the. the uh, oh the, yeah, I know where you're going. The kid that got eaten at uh, Disney World. Yeah, but they found they found one arm. Oh, let's not go there. Oh, I, this is. But, anyway. but that's it. It was an amazing trip. Rodney was awesome. Unbelievable trip of a lifetime. Except that I want to do it again and go to Guadalupe this time. But. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, that's 24 minutes, by the way, or 25 I'm, almost. I am, I am uh, really uncomfortable. What were we supposed to talk about I today? Mean, I, don't I don't even know. know. We'll, we'll talk about it next time. Okay. I've, I've completely lost my train of thought. All right. Because of. I wish I could explain how you're looking at me right now. No, no I think they probably, I think most of our listeners probably yeah. do. Yeah. All right. Fair. We good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Till Cheers. next time. Till next time. Get it.